This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, good to have you along on this podcast. And I was lucky enough to catch up with the artistic director of the New York University up in Abu Dhabi, Bill Bragan, who told us all about the shows and the performances that are lined up for the forthcoming season. Some spectacular stuff, including the Brazilian singer Bebel Gilberto, which really, really tickles my fancy, let me tell you. Can't wait to see her. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103.8. Welcome back into the show and we head up the highway to the capital right now and to the New York University Abu Dhabi to talk their brand new program and also the launch of a book with Executive Artistic Director of the Arts Centre, Bill Bragan, who joins us once again on the show. Bill, it's been a long time, but good to have you back. Uh, it sounds very exciting, does this book launch happening on Thursday, September 14th. So tell me a bit more about it. Sure, and thank you for having me back. Uh, so the book is called The Art Center, Building a Performing Arts Community on Saudi Island. And uh, it started, and it's still all of the emails relating to it get filed under the fifth anniversary book, is what we called it. And we're now beginning our ninth anniversary season okay. uh, because the world intervened. But I think we wanted to really capture capture the history of what it means to build the art center and capture it as close to real time when uh, when the memories are fresh, when the stories are fresh, so that in the future, I think we're very aware of the role that the Art Center at NYU Abu Dhabi plays in relationship to Louvre Abu Dhabi and the forthcoming Sheikh Zayed National Museum and the forthcoming Guggenheim. And that whole movement, which is really transforming both the Emirate and along with Dubai Opera and the expansion of Al-Quds and all of that, we're seeing the role of arts and culture in the country really grow and change. And we wanted to make sure that people in the future can understand what it was like in these early days and Mm. what we were thinking about. And uh, there's so many different points of view about what the Art Center means. So we have a lot of different authors and contributors who are each bringing their own particular perspective, whether they were journalists or artists who performed here or faculty members or former students of uh, NYU Abu Dhabi. So I, I describe it as a polyphonic chorus of voices. And, of course, the images, uh, Waleed Shaw in particular, but lots of other photographers have really also been capturing what we do. And we also wanted to have a beautiful coffee table book that could really celebrate it. Nice. I mean, when you look back at this journey uh, of the Arts Centre, what are some of your uh, you know, long-lasting memories, some of the things that you'll, you'll cherish? I mean, certainly mine was, was interviewing Ravi Coltrane, <laughs> the son yeah. of John Coltrane. That was like a dream come true for me, loving saxophone. But, uh, I mean, what have been some of your great memories? Well, there are so many, uh, and some are in the book and so, some uh, were not, but uh, the opening of the book, the forward, which is the one part that I wrote, we talk a lot about a piece called Holocenes, which was a durational installation in the center of the campus in front of the uh, grove of palm trees, uh, and it was a human-sized aquarium that filled with 12 tons of water, and in this tank there were performers who would perform everyday objects while it it literally flooded with with water. 
And it was designed to be a piece that could really spark a conversation about climate change and rising water levels yeah. and and the uh, the way that we couldn't ignore that our environment is changing around us. And that was in 2016. Uh, and I think the entire world, especially as we are leading at the COP28 here in the UAE, is having this conversation more and more. But for us, that was a really early signature piece. One of the things that I talk about and sometimes joke about is that one of my goals is to bring programming here that nobody else would bring, uh, is that we really want to complement everything else that's happening in the country. And a piece like that, I don't think there's anybody else in this country who would be maybe crazy <laughs> enough to take it on. Uh, so that's one. Uh, another early one, uh, we had Fred Wesley and Pee Wee Ellis, who were James Brown's horn section, and we commissioned a transnational history of funk. And that wow. was also before our indoor venues were ready. It was outdoor in the plaza. We had over a thousand people. And a bus of people came from Dubai. And for me, I think I realized that people in Abu Dhabi are used to going to Dubai for arts and culture and entertainment. Yeah. But the fact that we reversed the flow of traffic, to me, was an enormous <laughs> point of pride. I bet it was. And I can only imagine what that's, um, conv- you know, what the conversations and what the, the actual musical presentation was like to uh, the horn players from, from James Brown. Amazing. So this particular launch, is this open to the public or is it invited guests only? Just tell me a little bit about the night of the 14th. Sure. So the night of the 14th uh, is a collaboration with the NYUAD Institute, which is really one of the parts of the university that led to the Art Center. They, uh, Before any students were here at the university, uh, NYUAD launched the institute as a way to open up what we do as a university to the larger public. So this is a public talk. It's free. It's at 6 p.m. in the conference center, and it will be moderated by the university's vice chancellor, Mary at Westerman, and she was the original provost of the university. So this idea of, of how NYUED was going to engage with the larger community, this was really her drive to begin with. She's also an art historian, and so I think the, the presence of all of the photos will really speak to her interests, along with me on the panel, uh, and I'll be reading from the forward I talked about. Uh, we'll also have Walid Shaw, whose photographs are exhibited, as well as Nadine Khalil, and she's an editor and writer, especially about art. Uh, she's also a curator, and she was the one who helped us create the sort of conceptual idea and worked with all the writers of the individual essays in the book to really give it shape and form so that it would capture all the different all the different messages that we really wanted to capture in the book. Lovely, and I'm sure the images are pretty spectacular as well, and, you know, the, the, the pictorial side of things. Yeah, I gave the book while Waleed was here the other night shooting uh, one of our other shows, and so I gave him the collection. It's a five-volume box set. Each each volume is totally bilingual uh, and is named for one of the different venues, and I shot a little unboxing video with him as he was opening it up and flipping it through and seeing which of his photos we had selected for the book, and that moment of surprise and joy was really palpable. It was really yeah. special just to see him experiencing it for the first time lovely so once again that's uh, going to be launched on september the 14th the arts center book launch documenting a performing arts history we're going to come back we're going to talk more with uh, bill bragan about the forthcoming season and some of the performances that we can enjoy 
You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show. We are chatting with the Executive Artistic Director of the Arts Centre up in Abu Dhabi, the New York University Abu Dhabi, Bill Bragan. Um, Bill, you've got a lovely lineup of performances coming uh, up in this particular season. One of them very special to me as I love my uh, Latin kind of bossa nova Brazilian jazzies, Bebel Gilberto which we'll get to very shortly uh, but just uh, talk me through what uh, what people can expect from uh, your uh, new season so we we don't generally program to a single theme but there often there are through lines and this year with cop 28 coming up and the year of sustainability we definitely have an environmental through line and so there are a number of different performances that speak to that we are nearing the end of a spectacular installation by Andrew Schneider called now is when we are the stars that is very hard to describe I'm not going to try but it captures that sense of wonder and the sense of understanding human beings relationship with the earth uh, and that is uh, that's been part of our opening of the season we later on we're going to be presenting a live cine concert with the Philip Glass Ensemble performing the music live for Kiana Scotzi this was a pioneering uh, documentary that came out in 1983 that really changed the world of cinema and Philip Glass's score for it is incredible and personally it's one of those pieces of art that really changed the way that I think about art and when we had an opportunity to bring it because really it's about uh, urbanization and it's about the impact that humans have to uh, to change the planet uh, not always for not always for the best to be honest uh, we also have a group called Small Island Big Song which is a collection of artists from Indian Ocean and Pacific nations who are living in island nations that are at risk because of the rising water levels, but really coming from the lens of the culture of the people who uh, who live there, especially indigenous peoples. So that's that's one through line. Uh, and then we just uh, we have a number of cine concerts, not only Kiana Scotzi, but uh, in just a few weeks, we have the incredible band Asian Dub Foundation. And they're going to be here for two nights, showing two different sides of themselves. And the first night, they are going to perform an original live score to the film La Haine, uh by Matthew Kosovitz. He won the Best Director at Cannes for this film in 1995, and it's one of the classics of contemporary urban cinema. Uh, and the Asian Dub Foundation have had the, the sort of the gall to take out the score and put their own music in it, and it's incredible. And then the next night, they'll be in a different venue in the Black Box that will be turned into a great hot sweaty rock club uh, so we wanted to show both sides of ADF uh, who are you know, they, they emerged in the 90s they have really kind of set the template for so many different bands often I see them compared to Rage Against the Machine but they've got elements of of South Asian music and hip hop and jungle and drum and bass and grime wow, wow. and uh, an amazing, amazing band who also a lot of their their political and social work is about how you build coalitions between really diverse people. And I think in the UAE, their message of how do you build a really diverse community uh, is really an important one. And then, of course, you mentioned Babel. Oh, wow. Now, this this is where it gets very interesting for me. A big fan of Bossa Nova. Of course, she's um, the daughter of uh, Zhao Gilberto. We're talking 
talking Stan Getz, we're talking Antonio Carlos Jobim. Beam. This is when it all started, the, the, the bossa nova movement in the US. And, and you say, Bill, that you go back a long way with, with Bebel Gilberto and that kind of music. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw her, she was performing at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Ardo Lindsay, who was an experimental guitarist and composer from the downtown New York scene, uh, put together a tribute to Carmen Miranda, and that was the first time I heard her. And then I used to DJ in New York at a club called New Blue, which was a place that she and her musicians hung out. And so we've been in similar circles. I presented her at a concert in Central Park uh, but it's interesting that you're responding to this show in a way that's similar to the Ravi Coltrane, because like Ravi, she is really the daughter of one of the mm. music's royalty, really an architect, and has spent a lot of time throughout her career, like Ravi did, making sure that she was not just trading on her name, and she really yeah. came up with her own point of view with Electrobalsa and writing original music and, and really shaping her own career. And now she is looking at the music and her relationship with her father in a very personal way. So you will hear many of the classics and the standards of Bossa. But I think the show will also contain some of the songs that were sort of the private songs that they really shared as a father-daughter. So there's this very kind of personal, intimate side. She just put out a new album called Joao, which, uh, which this concert is going to be drawing from. And here she is, the music of Bebel Gilberto. Se você disser que eu desafio no amor Saiba que isso em mim provoca imensa dor Só privilegiados tem ouvido igual ao seu Eu posso apenas o que Deus me deu Se você insiste em classificar Comportamento anti-musical Eu mesmo mentindo devo argumentar Isso é bossa nova, isso é muito natural O que você não sabe nem sequer presente É que os desafinados também tem coração Fotografei você na minha Rolleiflex Revelou-se a sua enorme gratidão Well, there she is. Beautiful voice, of course. Bebel Gilberto, you can catch her on Saturday, September the 30th in the Red Theatre. Uh, I also want to touch on dance as well, Bill, before I let you go, because you've got quite okay. a few performances focusing um, on dance. So what have you got? So uh, we were really proud last year. Uh, Van Cleef and Arpel came on board as our partner with a, with a series called Dance Reflections. And we kick off in October with a really spectacular piece by a Canadian company called Animals of Distinction. Uh, it's, it's a piece called Frontera. And it's a very physically aggressive uh, work of choreography. It's not, it's not ballet. It's not Swan Lake. Uh, it's very intense. The visuals are by, uh, by design is called United Visual Artists, and it's really stark uh, spotlights and lasers. And then the music is performed live by a post-rock group called Fly Pan Am, who are from Montreal. They're from the same scene as a band called Godspeed You Black Emperor, which the choreographer Dana Gingas had, had collaborated with in the past. 
And it's a way of using this total, very physical experience to really look at issues of borders and migration. Uh, and it's going to be unlike, I think, any dance that people have seen in the UAE so far. Uh, later, we're working with Akash Dedra, who we've worked with several times, and he's collaborating with his Katak guru, uh, Aditi Mangaldas, in a piece called Mahek that will be developed. They're going to be at the university for five weeks. We're actually building a course that's tracing the creation of the, uh, of the dance piece, and then we'll be presenting the world premiere, which is then going to go on and tour the world. So I think for me, it's also that idea that uh, we're not just importing incredible artists, but but the UAE is now really investing in the creation of work that is coming out of the UAE and then will tour the world. Uh, and I think that's, that's a real point of pride for me and for the Arts Centre. Well, thank you, Bill. Uh, once again, the Executive Artistic Director of uh, the Arts Centre. All the information, where can we find it to book uh, our tickets to come along? You can find it on our website. It's uh, nyuad-artscenter, C-E-N-T-E-R, the U.S. version, edu uh, and our social media tag is NYUAD Arts Center on Instagram fantastic always a pleasure to chat with you Bill love uh, our conversations and uh, the best of luck for uh, the brand new season ahead thank you and I hope to see you here uh, making your way in from Dubai You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.